When planning for retirement, seems everybody has advice for you. From co-workers to distant family members. Oh, we're only trying to help, they say. But are they? Well, on today's show, I'll highlight several bogus pieces of advice you must avoid. Well, welcome in to the Top Gun Retirement Show with Alan Kiefer. Welcome once again to the Top Gun Retirement Show. I'm Chuck Caton, along with the Managing Director of Top Gun Financial Planning. He is a retired Top Gun instructor with the United States Air Force with a master's in all eight segments of financial planning, and he is Alan Kiefer. And I guess uh, your second cousin's ex-fiance is positive that it's all true. Uh, when you get advice from that, <laughs> why not? Is it bogus or not? Because as we know, planning for retirement is far uh, better than winging it. Uh, you just shouldn't. And of course, winging it, no pun intended when we're talking to Alan Kiefer about this, because he knows all about winging it, of course, uh, with his experience in the Air Force. But uh, in the course of planning, uh, you might come across certain pieces of advice that could uh, make you uh, seriously uh, go astray. Uh, now, we don't want anybody to do that. So here's a few such myths that we want you to avoid at all costs. And uh, number one uh, on the list here, Alan, is that uh, people uh, may assume, maybe decreasingly so today, that they can live on Social Security alone if you make a lifestyle change. But who wants to do that? Well, that's so true. And on top of that, Chuck, it wasn't it. Social Security was not designed to be your sole source of retirement income. Now, circumstances happen, but too often people allow that as their backstop and they continue to take unnecessary risks with their own retirement savings plans, 401k, IRA, etc. That's not rational and it's not necessary if they get qualified help. But they, when you lose 20% of your assets, Chuck, you got to make over 25% to get back. If you lose 30%, you got to make almost 45% to get back to even. Oh my gosh, if you really suffered and lost 50% of your account, you got to make 100% on what's left. And planning to do that is not only insane, shame on the financial services industry telling people it can happen. Oh yeah, it happened in this last 20 years because of absolutely stupid Federal Reserve interest rate policy, Chuck. You cannot count on that going forward. Social Security is not going to go upside down. It's required by law to be fixed. Last time they did it was 1983, 40 years ago. And guess what they did, folks? They raised taxes on your earned income, 1% additional to go into Social Security, and they made full retirement age move from 65 to 67. Wow. Well, here we are, and it's time to get serious about new adjustments. But Chuck, not enough people are preserving the integrity of their other resources. They will not live alone in the lifestyle they want on just Social Security. All right. So you've just talked about the myth that Social Security is dying. It's not. It's always going to be taken care of. And there's a big voting uh, uh, block that will make sure uh, that uh, uh, those legislators uh, will not uh, pull the plug on it. But let's say uh, as we talk about myths uh, here with Alan Kiefer uh, about your retirement and how to do things, another myth is that uh, you're safe to withdraw 4% of your savings every year, the old 4% rule. Yeah, you know, that's, um, that's dead in the water. Anybody planning on that is planning to fail. 
Morningstar, The Wall Street Journal, Bloomberg, countless serious professionals are telling their client families, we need to be more conservative and look at 2.8% withdrawal rates. Let's be realistic, especially in times like these. So Chuck, the 4% rule was valid up until the early 2000s, but no longer. I'm telling families, we're going to use 2.8 on the high side. And if things improve and we get a better return one year, then maybe we can adjust and move up a little bit. But we're going to plan to limit ourselves to 2.8 going forward until things change substantially. We have got to help people preserve their assets so they don't run out of income. Absolutely true. All right, we're talking about myths uh, as you approach retirement, things that you may have uh, thought were uh, truisms, were uh, bromides that you could uh, count on, but they're maybe not. uh, They definitely are not. For example, relocating to a cheaper part of the country uh, can make up for an absent (laughs) nest egg. Now, I don't know if it's cheaper in your part of the country there, or where would you move if you moved away from the Valley of the Sun? Where would you go? It wouldn't well, be Los Angeles, that's for sure. That's for sure, and definitely not San Francisco and countless other cities run by Democrats who are just they're just hurting families and families with kids all across this country with these insane policies. But location is not necessarily taboo, Chuck, but going to a cheaper part of the country, well, what, what you better investigate are what are the state income tax rules? Huh. But if it's a higher income tax state, don't want to go there. What are the property taxes like as well? More importantly, when you're retired, you're also not just worried about taxes, but health care. What is health care service like for retirees? These are more important questions than just automatically upping and jumping everything into a U-Haul and heading east and that's what, or south. That's what's happening in America right now. And Chuck in Phoenix... Right now, people are pouring here because they like the weather, but they have, because of everybody coming, have have caused prices of real estate to really spike, and it's put it out of reach for a lot of families, and there aren't enough rental units, but these people don't want to rent either. So it's causing some challenges. Bigger problem, when the fit hits the shan and we get the serious correction that's overdue, ladies and gentlemen, People are going to be underwater again on these homes they're buying today because they're overvalued. Their mortgage rates are double what they were a year and a half ago. And one in two might lose their job of a couple, and that puts them behind on the home front. So there's a whole lot more to discuss about moving and relocating. But I'll tell you, Chuck, it's not wrong to consider it if you plan for it. Okay. Well, that's very, very good advice. More myths in terms of your retirement. You shouldn't own any stocks uh, once you're retired. You know, I hear that a lot. Oh, you're retired. Now you need to be more conservative. It's not about that. You better focus on two things first, folks. Humbly, I say to all of you listeners, guaranteed, reliable, insured, predictable grip income. Get a grip and then preserve your assets so they outlive you, not the other way around. And if that allows for some risk tolerance, great. Otherwise, your assets are finite, you lose them, and you're using them to supplement income, 
you're going to have to reduce your income that you're pulling from those assets that are losing value. So Chuck, I tie it to more importantly, risk tolerance, but most importantly, sustainable income. Get a grip, have an asset protection plan, an app, not for your phone, but for the rest of your assets. And then you can start exploring investing in stocks. Well, here's a myth that uh, I know we've talked about so many times before, and it is a common misconception because you only retire once. So you don't have a lot of experience at this, but some people expect your expenses to drop dramatically once you stop working. But I'm not sure that's true. Well, you know, for a lot of folks, again, it, it, it hasn't been true. And I say that from the folks I've been privileged to serve. Look, who pays for your health insurance when you retire? You do. Not your company any, any longer. You may still be able to access the company plan, but they're not paying, in most cases, the premium for you. There are a lot of other things that can drag on your expenses when you stop working, like you know, if you get, uh, I don't know, gas supplement allowances and, 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 and so on. But more importantly, the first three years before you retire and the first three years after you retire is what Chuck and I affectionately call the retirement red zone. You have time to practice living retirement before things get too far down the road. And you ought to practice before you retire so you can check out are your budget assumptions rational and sane and logical. You got to get rid of these dreams and these myths and become a very practical person because when you retire, they're not going to hire you back probably. Why? You're an expensive resource. You're experienced and they don't necessarily want to pay for that experience. They'd rather get a younger person and grow them for 30 years. Absolutely. So you're quite right, Chuck. You're quite right about that comment. And again, don't be misled. I mean, we started this segment by saying maybe your uh, cousin's brother's uh, nephew's uh, uh, daughter uh, or son are going to give you the advice. And what does that make them to you? Absolutely exactly. nothing in, in the parlance of Spaceballs by Mel Brooks, right? So you can't That's be so true. You can't be misled by anybody. You've got to go to a professional. You know. That's the first place people need to consider going, and what they need to do is change how they're doing it. Here's what I mean, folks. Ask for their bio. Check them out. Vet them. If they don't have any degrees or certifications in retirement planning, in tax planning, in income planning, in life insurance, long-term care expense planning, estate planning, charitable planning, special needs, planning, whatever your unique family circumstances are, you shouldn't be talking to these people. Just because they've got alphabet soup behind their name is almost always driven by the fact that they don't have any degrees or certifications. So they go get these funky alphabet soup letters that mean they're just licensed to sell financial products of all types. You know what? You could go to a pharmacist who's licensed to sell all kinds of drugs, but if they've got integrity, if they are ethical and moral, they're just, just going to sell you any drugs. They're going to want to see a prescription that's uniquely prescribed for your circumstances. That's exactly what you should expect from a professional certified retirement coach. And Chuck, as you know, I do this to be of service. I don't have to do this. I'm retired. I only take appointments by phone calls from our listeners. I'm here to see if I can help people 
map out a brighter retirement journey. And I want to talk to serious people who can handle the truth because the truth matters. Absolutely, it does. And uh, the way to reach Alan Kiefer for that no-cost, no-obligation assessment of your financial situation so that you can retire with confidence is to call 800-779-3319. That's 800-779-3319. A wonderful opportunity. We talk about the uh, red zone. If you're three or five years away from retirement, you're a pre-retiree. Or if you are already retired and want a second opinion because you're a little skeptical about the information uh, that you've been getting from a, a previous planner it's common sense planning and straight talk that alan kiefer will give to you so make that appointment and let alan get your uh, financial tarmac set for uh, the uh, takeoff into the ionosphere of retirement 800-779-3319 that's 800-779-3319 now for you a gentleman in the audience alan's got some distressing news in the next segment <laughs> I sure do. Women generally live longer than us guys, and their relationship with money has evolved over the past 40 years. And it could and will be better. But when we come back, I'm going to take a look at some of the differences between men and women when it comes to retirement planning. Welcome back to the Top Gun uh, Retirement Show. Chuck Caton here along with Alan Kiefer, Managing Director of Top Gun Financial Planning. U.S. Speaker of the House uh, gave him the Citizen of Merit Award uh, once upon a time. And he's also America's first Retirement Advisor of the Year. And he was given that distinction in September of 2001 by the National Society of Senior Market Professionals. He's a noted speaker. He is a grandfather and a wonderful husband, and a guy that uh, I would go into any airplane with as long as he's the one piloting. All right? <laughs> That's Alan Kiefer. All right, it's always something. Uh, and uh, again, Roseanne Rosanna Dana always said that once again. Gilda Radner, the late Gilda Radner from Oak Park, Michigan, uh, was a wonderful person. She always said that on Saturday Night Live uh, about 40 years ago. And on average, when we talk about age, women uh, live five years longer than men, but a longer life might mean uh, more financial complexity. So as uh, women live longer, they might need to fund a retirement that stretches across more than three decades. So, uh, Alan, let's talk about that now, uh, about the survey, because is that something that uh, is uh, – uh, valid? I mean, is it true that women uh, on average live five years longer than men? It really is, Chuck. And uh, the best I can use are the latest statistical data that I've been able to verify from Health and Human Services, the Bureau of Labor's department, uh, departments and the Labor and Statistics Agency, uh, and so on. Look, we already know people are living into their mid-80s or early 90s, folks. You retire at 65, you've got a 25 to 30 year horizon, either gender, plan accordingly. But Chuck, too often people would like to live that long, but oh, I don't want to live that long. So-and-so lived that long. And uh, you know what they're th saying is if there's no quality of life, I don't want to be around. Well, that's not necessarily a positive approach. I'd suggest why don't you work on improving your health while you protect your wealth and then see if you can't be contributing to both your family and society before you check out. God's really going to call you when God's ready. In the meantime, do the best that you can, and that means planning for a longer life expectancy than what others would, would tell you 
And that way you won't run out of income and you won't run out of assets. That's the worst thing that can happen, Chuck. Absolutely. Now, women tend to avoid risk and miss growth opportunities. Is that, uh, am I making a sexist comment here? Is that a generalization that uh, generally holds true? Well, I don't know that it's sexist at all, but, you know, there are going to be people out there listening that are going to call you and me misogynists. And they need to get a grip and not a guarantee. And I need a good massage, so do call me anything you want. (laughs) Right. (laughs) As Groucho said. You know, people of both genders, and I have it on confirmed fact from the good book. There are only two genders, folks, men and women, and both of the genders can often avoid risk and may miss growth opportunities. But when you're retired, you need to quit chasing growth. You need to first solve for income. As long as you've got a paycheck coming in the door, if it's from one source or multiple sources, now you can plan for that lifestyle that you want, and then you preserve your assets. So if you'll want to supplement income to gift to the grandkids or take a trip or what have you, you know, you're not going to cannibalize your retirement savings at the same time. So risk tolerance is involved in this, Chuck. But if people would start by sitting down and having a candid conversation with a professional certified retirement coach, somebody who is skilled, trained, educated, and experienced at helping people with serious retirement challenges, That takes specialized training, folks, not licenses to sell more products, but people with a real, here's a new word, edumacation. People who have been edumacated, like Chuck and I, that will help people make smarter decisions by helping them identify the optimal financial tools for their unique situation. That's literally how it's done, Chuck. Absolutely, Alan. We're talking with Alan Kiefer about uh, the differences. Men, women, women live longer than men. So what are the considerations here for retirement planning? And if you've got, uh, you're scratching your head a little bit that, you're in a quandary about it, give Alan a call and he can help you because uh, he's a fiduciary and that means he has your best interest in mind when it comes to retirement planning in your interest alone. 800-779-3319 is his number to make that no cost, no obligation appointment to sit down and meet with him. 800-779-3319. Am I right or wrong that women will often put loved ones first? I think it's that nurturing, uh, the motherly instinct, isn't it, Alan? It absolutely is in my experience too, Chuck. I have, I would say that that's a very fair general assessment that women almost always put loved ones first, sometimes to their own financial detriment. Here's what I mean. They're on their own. They're widows. And yet family comes to them for financial assistance, and they will generously give them from savings. They'll eat in to that retirement bucket or buckets of monies to help families out. And you know, that's not wrong. That's from the heart. But at some point, maybe what women ought to consider doing is making it not a gift, but a loan. Let's continue to generate some financial responsibility with them and get them to understand that they need to figure this out and they quit need to coming back to the bank of mom and dad or grandma and granddad. And, you know, grandma and granddad and mom and dad can help in this scenario by not constantly shelling out money. I mean, it's not wrong to want to give a 
give a, a hand out. It's better to help them up and teach them how to stand on their own two feet. And that happens often with the feminine gender of our society. As they say, it happens with women, Chuck, because of that nurturing aspect and that wanting to put children and grandchildren first. And I'm not saying you want them to starve or out on the street, but you you need to balance that. And who can help balance it better than an impartial, unbiased, confidential session with a retirement coach, someone professionally certified without any dog in the hunt, without any horse in the race to give you unbiased professional guidance on how to approach a challenge involving loved ones and monies and maybe give you some other potential solutions that would be really helpful, Chuck. So basically what you're saying, Alan, as we wrap this segment up, is that women need to find an advisor that they can truly trust. No question about it. And that's why I again repeat, Chuck, ask for the bio. Take a little bit of time, check them out. Check out that they've got the skills, training, education, and experience. I'll give you an example, Chuck. There are countless people talking on other radio stations and on this one. And you know what? Many of them have zero retirement planning skills training. Most of them have zero professional educational training. You can look it up. I have. It's on their bios. And it's all they have, and it's not wrong, but they're licensed salespeople. Well, God bless, that's not bad. We have sales all throughout society, but that's not retirement planning. You don't get retirement planning from a salesperson. You get it from somebody skilled and trained to do it. And in order to find somebody, make a call, ask for their bio, and check them out first. And you don't go to social media for Pete's sake, by the way. Most of the older generation uses social media to hand off photos, and that's a good thing. But otherwise, get off that yuckiness. That is in, that's just craziness out there, folks. It's not real. What you, you want real? Consider a sit-down, face-to-face, couple-of-hour conversation with somebody listening, listening intently to how you got where you are what you've got left and where you want to go, and then helping map out a plan that will assure you get there and that your your expectations are realistic. That's what a professional, ethical, trained retirement coach will do. And I'm not the only one out there doing this, but we're few and far between because most of these others are worried about how much they're going to make when they make a sale versus how much are they helping someone solve their retirement challenges? And that's the bottom line, Chuck. Absolutely. That bottom line is that nearly all retired women will become the sole financial decision maker in their household at some point in time. That's what this segment uh, was talking about here with Alan Kiefer, about how uh, uh, ladies uh, kind of, uh, well, they, they statistically outlive men by uh, several years. Uh, so if you want to talk about this and have trust in a, a person that has over three decades of experience in the insurance and financial services industry. Your person is Alan Kiefer. 800-779-3319. That's 800-779-3319. And uh, he is, again, a person that will give you that straight talk, the truth. And if you can spend 90 minutes with him at no cost, no obligation, it's a great chance to get that true 
Remember, true practical financial review. And again, it's at no cost, no obligation with Alan Kuyper. So make that phone call right now. Don't procrastinate. It's 800-779-3319. That's 800-779-3319. We've got to take a break, Alan. What's coming up next? When we come back, Chuck, I'll highlight several mistakes that some retirees make, and more importantly, how for all to potentially avoid them in the future. The Top Gun Retirement Show continues. I'm Chuck Caton along with Alan Kuyper, Top Gun retired instructor, uh, the United States Air Force, and now... Uh, as he is retired, he is helping you as uh, an author of uh, uh, the bestseller, Winning the Retirement Wars, co-author of your retirement timeline, and most importantly, a fiduciary. That means you come first uh, in uh, his realm of education about your retirement. It's 800-779-3319, 800-779-3319, in case you missed it. Uh, and again, with over three decades of experience in this realm, He's the guy to talk to with retirement planning here in the Valley of the Sun. Well, uh, with the retirement plan, many retirees will have very few problems, all right? But it turns out that not every retiree has the right plan, or even worse, has no plan at all. So now Alan's going to highlight mistakes uh, that some of you might be making here without really realizing it that could really harm your retirement. So uh, let's go over some of these things here because they are so important, Alan, and failing to cut back spending in the teeth of inflation could be detrimental. Now, you might have a job right now. You might be very well paid right now, but I think you need to practice a little bit if you're approaching retirement because things are going to be a little different when somebody's not paying you and you have to pay yourself. Boy, that is that is spot on, Chuck. And, and you know, a lot of families, a lot of Americans have started cutting back if they could. And when they couldn't, because of their debt burden, they had to raid savings. Even if they did cut back on lifestyle changes, you know, movies, eating out and so on, uh, driving more than is necessary. A lot of people have, have faced that and continue to face it. But look, we are we are still dealing with inflation because of absolutely stupid policy decisions. Well, we can't change that, folks. But what we can change is what we're spending. Cut back. Cut back now. Take care of your necessities and put the niceties aside. Curtail gratification. We will get through this inflation issue. We always do. We got through it in 2000. We got through it in 2007. We started to get through it last year, and the Fed has continued to mess with interest rates, and here we are. Well, I'm telling you professionally, the Fed's not done raising rates. They're going to raise it again, and when they finally break something like the economy, we're in for not inflation. We're in for a serious recession and deflation. It happened in 2001, 2, and 3. It happened in 07, 8, and 9. Hello, it's coming again. It's overdue. And it has to happen to get rid of zombie companies. No more bailouts. We need to rebalance everything, and we need to get back to rational, sane valuations. But, Chuck, in the interim, we still have this inflation challenge at the moment. So do focus on necessities. Number two, add to savings. And number three, revisit one and two. But number four, 
curtail gratification. There'll be time to enjoy yourself later and you'll have greater confidence you're not going to run out of assets or income. All right, don't make this mistake either, not taking into account the effect of a down or volatile market. How often have I helped people by starting off with a conversation about U.S. economic history? They've forgotten it. Now, they're not teaching this to the younger generations. They're too busy hitting them with all that other stuff. We're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk to the people out there that are presumably adults, they see what's going on and they're concerned, worried, have issues and challenges, but they're not taking into effect. We are in a down and a very volatile market and it's going lower. Just because it's up today doesn't mean, oh, you know, the grass is greener and we're there. We're not even close. Supply chain issue not fixed. Diesel fuel, double the price. Gasoline prices are going to continue to go up because they raided our strategic petroleum reserve and they can't do that again. And they have really, they have bastardized everything they can in the fossil fuel production arena of our energy in America. We were energy independent, now we're dependent. And I'm telling you, wind and solar ain't gonna float our boat. So we we have to take into account There is a major correction coming. It is necessary. And we want to get through it, don't we? I do. But we got to get into it and and get to get through it. And in the interim, you need to focus on, as I say again, the necessities monthly, continue adding to savings and put niceties and gratification aside for the moment. There'll be time to do that when you can afford to add to your expenses on a monthly basis. But right now, saving for the future is paramount because we have a major correction coming, and this one's going to be global, Chuck. All right, and how about in a situation where you have an unrealistic plan about when you want to retire? You know, I, I'm I'm meeting more and more folks. That, well, I, I'm going to go, I'm going to take Social Security when I'm 64. I know it's taking it early, but if I take it, they won't take it from me. I don't know who is feeding them this garbage, but that's wrong. Social Security is not guaranteed, but they will fix it because they're required to by law. The last time they did it, 1983. As I said in the first segment, they raised interest rates 1% in 83 on what we all pay as workers on our income into Social Security. Well, they need to do that again. And whether they extend the retirement age known as full retirement to 70 or not, so what? We got to get rid of this retire early notion. Oh, I'm 50. I'm retired. Really? Who are you going to live off of? Who? I mean, you have no debt and you got enough income to sustain yourself for the next 40 years, not 20 or 25, but 40. People aren't saving enough for retirement and they're taking unrealistic risks and then they're going to retire early. That is tantamount to just playing Russian roulette and I'm betting on the bullet. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you just touched on claiming Social Security benefits too soon. That could be a big mistake as well, because everybody thinks it's going away, but I don't think so. Not at all, Chuck. Look, they know what they need to do to fix it, and they're going to raise taxes. I I believe they'll raise it 1%. Maybe they'll wait five years and raise it another percent. Okay, that lets it people get eased into the situation that we're not paying enough in taxes into Social Security. Number two, they need to get rid of the income cap. Not 400,000, not 250,000, no income cap. 
you make $821,000, you pay your fair share into Social Security. Everybody pays their fair share. You want to be fair? You want to, you want to have equity? Well, there's a way to be inclusive and be equitable. Everybody pays their fair share on their earned income when they're working into Social Security. And that is actuarially sound. That's not a hypothetical. It's not a bias. It's not an opinion. It is mathematical fact, Chuck. And if we do that, we extend the life of Social Security more than 75 years forward. And now we give people an opportunity to focus on other things. But they've got to quit listening intently to moron prognosticators. I call it limp, limping into the future. Yeah. you got to stop that. And that's what happens. People listen to these false messages that feed to their biases and their opinions. And then they make, they make inaccurate decisions. And, you know, there is no do-over in retirement, Chuck. As you know, you don't get a second chance. you got to do it right the first time. And that means you got to plan. you got to plan on income that is sustainable, guaranteed, reliable, insured, predictable, and preservation of assets. Solve those two items first, and your retirement journey is going to be a whole lot more funner. Right. So it's a mistake to fail to plan on alternate income while you're waiting uh, to take those Social Security benefits when you delay. And uh, don't forget to uh, not fail to consider how inflation will affect your retirement expenses. Those are things to think about as we wrap this segment up. Absolutely. And as I said, inflation's here, but I give it maybe another six or nine months from the people that I study from. I've been doing this 32 years. I still study from from Nobel laureates, PhDs who have decades of experience at retirement planning. They're in my movie that I was co-producer of. It's the first documentary ever to be rated by the Motion Picture Association of America called The Baby Boomer Dilemma. It tells you, not me, not Alan Kiefer, but Nobel laureates, PhDs, former CPA of the USA, that's the head of the General Accountability Office, the creator of the 401k in America, a former trustee of the Social Security Trust Fund, etc. top experienced, highly educated talent telling baby boomers how to focus and what to do to have a secure retirement. That's the Baby Boomer Dilemma movie, and it's an hour and 24 minutes. And if we sit down and have a candid conversation, I'd be privileged to give you a copy at no cost. You can pay 30 bucks if you want, do it online if you want, or you can sit down and have a candid conversation, see if I can't listen and learn and then pass on some things you can do to improve your retirement future. And you'll leave with one of my bestsellers if you're inclined, but certainly leave with free tickets to this world-class documentary. And I know when you watch that, you'll give me a call and say, we need to have a second conversation. I learned some things that you told me I would learn, and I'm ready to see how that will help me improve my retirement plan. Very simple to get a hold of Alan Kiefer. It's 800-779-3319. That's 800-779-3319. You want common sense uh, straight talk? You'll get it uh, from Alan Kiefer. Remember, it's common sense planning and straight talk that uh, aids and abets your retirement. And at the same time, he can translate the complex financial instructions 
uh, into clear instructions for you. That's his job. It's all to make uh, clarity in your retirement come to you. It's 800-779-3319, and it is at no cost, no obligation to sit down with Alan Kiefer. Make that appointment. You'll find him very interesting and uh, engaging in uh, uh, looking at your unique situation uh, in retirement. So once again, it's 800-779-3319. Alan Kiefer at your service as a true fiduciary who has your interest in mind. Fast-moving show, Alan. What's coming up next? When we come back, it's time once again for questions from you, our listeners, and answers for our other listeners. That and more when we come back. going to wrap it up here on the Top Gun Retirement Show. Chuck Caton with Alan Kiefer, who is the Managing Director of Top Gun Financial Planning uh, with a master's in all eight segments of financial planning. He's a grandfather. What do you have now? Uh, you've got uh, five kids, and that translates to 17 grandkids. So uh, are you uh, going to practice what you preach here and tell them they're not be able to go in your basement or what now, right? Yeah, that's, yeah. they can camp out in the yard, okay. Chuck. I'll give them tents. All right, there you go. This is Alec, and it's our question and answer segment, and we hope uh, you'll enjoy it. Remember that number, by the way, if you uh, didn't catch it before the break. Uh, 800-779-3319. No cost, no obligation to talk to Alan Kiefer about your retirement. As Marge in Peoria has written in, uh, Marge wants to know, do you pay a higher amount in taxes, Alan, on a post-tax uh, Roth IRA or a pre-tax 401k? My understanding is that uh, with a 401k, you need to pay taxes on a much higher total given the compounding interest over time versus the much smaller amount in a Roth IRA. IRA. Well, Marsh, thanks for calling in. And I can see this is a, a quandary for you. Let me ask you a question. Why is it automatic that there's a smaller amount in the Roth IRA? Is it because you've been told you can only contribute $6,500 or if you're over $50, $7,500 a year to a Roth? Did anybody explain how you can convert from the pre-tax 401k to a Roth? And if you do it in steps, you pay a whole lot less in taxes. Did they explain it if you don't even look at Roth conversion or Roth contributions or both? When you take those mandatory withdrawals from that 401k, now at the age of 73 for most folks, 75 for even younger people, that's when you could find you're going to get taxed on up to 85% of your social security. That makes your taxes go up. So Marge, I'm saying, hey, you know, there's enough of confusion out there that it's impacting what you're hearing. And I'd love to sit down and have a candid conversation and target our conversation towards exactly what specific unique circumstances you're involved in and map out a way for you to not only be tax efficient, but enjoy that retirement journey and spend more on yourself and give less to the IRS. All right, let's go to Carlin Mesa now, who is 50 years old, and he says he's got 13 years vested at a public agency that offers a purse pension pension plan, which is a public employee's retirement system plan with 2.7% 
at age 55. Now, I've been offered a job at another agency uh, with a $15,000 increase in salary, but only a purse retirement plan with 2% at age 60. Are you catching all of this math here, Mr. Kiefer? Uh, So he wants to know which makes more financial sense, uh, given the pension and the salary options, uh, staying in the current plan or switching to the new job? Well, great set of questions, Carl. I've got a couple, if I may. What's your debt service like? How much is your mortgage? Do you have a car payment? Any other uh, outstanding current and consistent monthly debt that you're trying to alleviate? Second, um, can you contribute the $15,000 increase in salary by changing jobs? Can you credit more of that, not just a servicing debt, but if you don't have that much debt, can you add to your savings plan? That would increase what you'd have for your own private pension plan. And I don't know that you've ever been shown that. PERS is not wrong, but these pension plans are underfunded. And I wouldn't necessarily be counting on them uh, without additional monies or, or different management decisions being made. Uh, uh, this, I think you need to know. Biden last year with Congress, democratically controlled, passed legislation to shell out about $87 billion of taxpayer money to 187 public pension funds across America. Yeah, taxpayer money for even people that don't have a pension, Carl, to, you know, prop up these underfunded, mismanaged, malinvested pension funds out there. We ought to have a general conversation and you help me have a bigger uh, understanding of the big picture for you. What other resources do you have? What are liabilities? Are you married or not? Do you have obligations? Are there special needs involved? There's a whole lot more than just this automatic $15,000 increase in these different pension amounts. And and I think you deserve, um, frankly, I think you, you ought to have that kind of information to make a much more balanced decision. And that's what I wish for you, Carl, and the others and other listeners from our shows previous. I want balance in your future. I want safety in your lives, and I want confidence you're going to be okay. All right, let's go to Jen in Scottsdale now. Uh, Can you, Alan, take uh, the income from a qualified annuity and transfer it to another qualified annuity? Now, we've taken uh, the free withdrawal amount from a qualified annuity to another, but not the income. Well, Jen, I'm a little confused by what you mean income. Income normally from an annuity means you've annuitized it. That means you can't undo it. It's an irrevocable, irreversible decision. Now, that doesn't mean if you're pre-73 without mandatory withdrawals that you can't take it as income and resave it in a new qualified annuity and grow the money back. That is perfectly allowable, but there's a little bit more I need to know before I say that's what you can or, or should do. And if you don't mean annuitization, you mean the growth. Well, when you take money out of a, a qualified annuity, it's all growth. It's never been taxed. So it's all considered interest or income, as they say. So I again think there, that there may be some folks that have confused you with language that is not helping you be clear on what you can and can't do. Let's sit down and have a candid conversation. I will make it crystal clear for you what you ought to consider doing, and then you'll be able to make a safer and more prudent decision, Jen. 
All right, final question comes from Ron and Gilbert now. He says, I was advised to consolidate as many of my retirement accounts as possible. I've got about seven accounts, a traditional IRA, a Roth, several 403B accounts. I was told that it was good to have 403B accounts because they uh, have protections that other accounts don't have, such as uh, from creditors and lawsuits. Now, I can't move any money into a 403B because they're from old employers, but I can move the money to other accounts. So should I hold on to these accounts or should I consolidate them? Well, there, there's a, 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 a variety of uh, possible solutions for you, Ron. But first things first, how old are you? How much time do you retire? Uh, that would be helpful in, in me being uh, more responsive to the circumstances you've presented. Number two, there are specific safeguards for special types of accounts. IRAs have them. Certain Roth accounts could have them. 401k, 403b, 457, TSP, profit sharing plans all have them by law. But get this, so do certain financial products. They all can be and are exempt from creditors, predators, liens, and lawsuits. So any of those might be a potential solution, but I see consolidation might be warranted here, as well as looking at incrementally converting to Roth. I think you'd rather be tax-free or more tax-efficient in your retirement journey than shelling out constant income annually in taxes to the IRS when it might not have been necessary. And if I'm right, then let's sit down and have that candid conversation because I will help you see what your optimal choices are. Then you can make better decisions. But most folks, Ron, like Jen, Carl, Marge, and others, they don't have a current retirement planning coach. They've got people maybe that have sold them investment products over time. That, that's not right or wrong, but their plan's never been stress tested because there is no plan. Well, that's not their fault. The advisors were supposed to develop a plan for them. Well, you know why they didn't? Because they're not planners. They're salespeople. So they sold products without a plan. People don't even know the tax implications or the risks. So how could they be expected to be tax efficient and income smart when it comes to retirement. You cannot get a do-over when you retire. So you've got to sit down and have these kinds of candid conversations in advance so that you understand what you could do and you're better able to target exactly what you want to do because it fits and you know you're not going to run out of guaranteed, reliable, insured, predictable income, and you're not going to outlive your assets, and you're certainly going to pay your fair share in taxes, but you're not required, and the Supreme Court said this in 1935, you don't have to pay one penny more in your income taxes than is legally required. Well, that takes tax planning as part of your retirement planning. Let's do that together, and you'll give more to your heirs H-E-I-R-S, not just the I-R-S. All right. Very good point by Alan Kiefer there. And it's all the professionalism that you need for your retirement. And it comes from Alan Kiefer at 800-779-3319. No cost, no obligation. Sit down with Alan and get a comprehensive review that shows you where you are now when you bring all your material in for, uh, materials in to analyze 
and then, importantly, it'll give you the financial roadmap that you need to get to the future and get to retirement very successfully because Alan Kiefer has over three decades of experience in this realm of financial services in the insurance industry, and he's a fiduciary. He knows exactly how your situation should go because it is all about you and the individuality and the success that you want. So again, 800-779-3319. That's 800-779-3319. And uh, he will make the complex clear to you. Alan, it's been a wonderful show. Give me your final thoughts. Well, folks, it's going to get a little bit uglier out there. So please, let's all take a knee and say a prayer for ourselves, for our families, for our loved ones, for our neighbors, for our community, for our nation, that we will get through this and be able to continue living the way that God would want us to be. And until then, we'll look forward to talking to you next week on the Top Gun Retirement Show. Investment advisory services offered through Top Gun Financial Planning and Alan Kiefer. Alan Kiefer and his guests provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate, and when redeemed, may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance products and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Top Gun Financial Planning. By contacting Top Gun Financial Planning, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.